Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. Maddie, how the hell are you today? Happy Monday. Uh, Hopefully you're staying warm despite that cold, blistery looking game. Yeah, and it got really cold last night in Oklahoma out of nowhere. We, I was sitting there thinking, what is going on? I thought like a truck had hit or something. No, it was just thundering so bad. We got another round of thunderstorms last night and then a cold front. So good times. Good times. I did get my booster today, as I was telling you. So I don't feel great, but I did have to rally because the Steelers beat the Ravens this week. And I was like, I cannot <laughs> – Try to call in and let people say it's because I didn't want to hear it from Sam. So I'm here and I'm ready to take it. No, you're a trooper for being on. When I had my booster, I couldn't have picked up my phone enough, like enough to even get the text message out. So props to you for putting on the brave face. You're glowing as well. So whatever the booster is doing to you, you look stunning. So you're fine. You're so sweet. It's the Tylenol and the nap. A good nap can solve a lot, you know? Absolutely. You got the nap glow going, a little Tylenol, take the edge off. Um, but yeah. we can talk quickly just about, you know, the game that just happened. Obviously, I think the main story that everyone's going to be talking about is New England doesn't have to throw the ball to win a game, which is pretty hilarious, except for if you're someone that started Kendrick Bourne and you only need two catches Ugh. to win. I saw so many people tweeting, please, Bourne, 10 points, 8 points. <laughs> I just points. wanted four. I wanted just four points. I didn't even want 10 or eight points. Like I had such a low bar, but nope. Just nope. It was like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, some things just aren't meant to be. It is what it is. We move on. But like you said, the Steelers won. I wasn't expecting that. I am going to be doing a podcast on uh, Wednesday, a guest podcast with two other Ravens fans and another Steelers fan. And in the pre-chat before the game, they were like, okay, drop your predictions. And I predicted the highest points and I predicted the Ravens to win because I was like, it's just it's just not going to happen. Ben can't be that good for that long up against that high-powered offense. And, like, mm-hmm. and the Baltimore defense is going to be there. And then I'm watching the game in my car because I was on my way somewhere else. And I was like, ah, it's the fourth quarter. It's not going to happen. And I had illegally just totally watching TV while I'm driving. I I'm honestly like, do that what? way more than I should probably admit. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be admitting it like either, but I do. So, you know, football is life. So I'm like watching it. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I just was like, did, did we just win? And I was just freaking out. And of course, like not paying attention to what I should be doing on the 405 of freeways. I should be paying attention <laughs> That's to what I'm doing there. Like, I live in Oklahoma. There's, like, four other people on the road. Like, you're on the 405, like, swerving. I'm on Half the time, you're probably like, parked, though. There's so much traffic there. You're probably there's just There's a lot. Well, I mean... It depends on the time of day. I was right in that window, like right at the end of the afternoon games before the night game where people are trying to get to the next spot. So it was still moving, but like not in a good way. So it was like people were cutting me off and I'm just like, ah, like just trying to like enjoy the win, but also not die in the car. So it was, it was back and forth. <laughs> I'm glad you made it, especially since we just had a birthday. You just had a good birthday. So you got to, yeah. you got to soak that in. Don't I end it so enjoyed. soon. It yeah. is what it is. To be fair, I think it's like making up for the fact that last Sunday the Steelers' loss was just like one of the most oh, brutal. That was so losses. bad. That was so bad. So redemption, winning yeah. by one. 
but we've got Justin tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. He said that was a low scoring game tonight for Monday Night Football. That yeah, it was. Justin. And he's saying, Maddie, I don't know who called the Chargers win. Not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. Well, Justin Herbert is in the top three leaders of the position this week at quarterback, and they did finally do some good things, which was very surprising. I mean, how much have you talked about this season about their offensive line, just not being on the same page at all, not being able to allow Austin Eckler to do everything he's supposed to do. Herbert doesn't have time in the pocket. What happened that made things finally work yesterday? I've gone blue in the face talking about this. So (laughs) Justin Herbert is all about, he's a rhythmic quarterback. So if you disrupt his rhythm, his timing at all, he can't get it back. So if you come out and you punch that in first few plays, he's going to be off the entire game. You go out and you let him have a winning drive the first time they get the ball. He's probably going to get a rhythm and go. Um, But he... He really, it that offensive line on the right side still looked bad. It's just he performed well. So um, I was wrong. I'm big enough to admit that. But I'll tell you, Austin Eckler's got to protect the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. that was great defense, getting the ball out, punching it out. But the amount of times that the Bengals got turnovers just from knocking the ball out of somebody's hands, unbelievable. I guarantee you yeah. ball protection is going to be all they hear at practice this week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if anything, when that happens, I feel like there should be, you know, hazing drills in the middle of practice all week where you have to carry the ball throughout, you know, meetings, throughout eating and the cafeteria. If someone gets the ball from you, then it's like, you know, you have to go and run laps just like old school. I think that we need to bring back those types of penalties. I just think it makes sense because that's your job. That is your job to secure that football. And you know that the defense is being taught multiple different types of ways. Like you said, to punch it out. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to be on it. That's Hold on to the your ball. job. That's all you got. Yep. They literally teach that in Little League. It's like the first thing that they do. Yeah. Protect. Ball, ball. security. Yeah. All right. You'd, you'd think that these guys would, you know. They should hire that. you. <laughs> so, I, like I'll be a reference they, if you need me to be. Thank you. I'll, they'll hire me to like go and like sneakily punch out the ball when they're no, not expecting it. And I'm just going to be super annoying to people. And then the ball security will go up because they'll be like, I'm just paranoid that this tiny little girl is just going to run up behind me and punch that out the ball. That would be a great media video, also. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chargers, doing please interviews. hire me. <laughs> hire me on for their social team. And then I'm just going to be on their TikTok just punching out the ball in the middle of practice. It would be successful. It would. It'd, it'd be really hilarious to see, like, mid-practice, my tiny frame going across the screen and just punching out the ball. Like, when the play isn't even happening. I'd be like, ball security! And then just, like, from? running away. <laughs> She's so little. I didn't see her. You have one job! Like, just continually to, like, troll them, like, in the middle of practice. That'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. This I'm is how we this. get better, people. This is how we get better. You know, cream rises to the top. This is just... This is the drill we have to I'm do. I'm going to have to snip that out and see if we can't make it happen. Just oh my God. tag the Chargers every day. Ball <laughs> no. security. That would be hilarious. All right. But obviously, so Justin had a fantastic game. Th- over 300 yards, three passing touchdowns, other leaders of the week. Kyler Murray has to get talked about because he's coming off of his injury. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times you're starting someone off injury. You're a little bit nervous. That Couldn't like, be happier. Game with the dual touchdowns and passing and rushing. You you couldn't be happier with that. But how do you not start Kyler Murray if, you know what I mean? It's like, even if you're nervous, you're going to bench Kyler Murray? No. No, no, absolutely not. And he's someone that has that rushing upside that I think even coming back from injury, you should absolutely be starting him. Absolutely. I also feel like 
this is what happens when you allow a player to fully heal before you bring them back and you don't rush the process. I think that that should be on everybody's radar. Also, I'm really excited for James Conner. Me too. I just, I love his story and I'm loving that he's succeeding. I'm loving that everybody's like, where did he come from? But really it's just, (laughs) he's getting looks and he's doing what he needs to do with them. Yeah. I mean, it really is just goes to a testament to like, I mean, he had success with the Steelers for, you know, his amount of time that he was there. And then, you know, schemes change, players go through injuries. Sometimes it's just not working and change of scenery really does help for a lot of different people, different coaching staff. And he's just really, really successful there with the Cardinals. I'm Mm -hmm. super excited for him. I love seeing him on a winning team, you know, for that reason, you know, I could totally see myself jumping on the Arizona bandwagon heading into the playoffs and just be like, let's, let's go, let's go James Conner. Yeah. And he's never, he was never meant to be the guy. He wasn't going to be a Najee Harris, but you put him into an option offense um, where there's multiple threats on the field and he's going to be successful if he gets, if he gets a touches, he's just not going to be able to get beat up every down. Absolutely. I mean, just speaking to that and we can pivot a little bit onto DeAndre Hopkins as well. Arizona did such a good job this off season in securing so many different types of weapons around Mm -hmm. that offense so that no guy had to be the guy I mean you know you want DeAndre Hopkins to be the guy because that's where you drafted him but yeah because there's so many weapons he doesn't have to be the guy every week which is a little bit weird it is weird but I I really do like that except for with fantasy sometimes it's I will say though with the Cardinals at least when they're doing this like you do have a few guys who get a lot of points like if Belichick's running the offense it's just like as a fantasy owner, you're like, come on, man, just let somebody go off, please. If somebody's having a good game, just like let them have it. Do we have to disperse it evenly to everybody? Yes. Do we have to? Do we Why have to? not? Oh my gosh. Justin jumping in here as well, saying, Yeah, thank God I didn't trade for D Hop and Fantasy. Yeah. Cause I know that there were a lot of people making offers for me for different players. So here, take DeAndre Hopkins. It's like it's like that name brand thing. It's like that sounds mm-hmm. great. But it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing for me in fantasy. Still great dude. Love him. He's a great guy. How many leagues do you have him in? I actually don't think I have him in any. Oh, dang. I said, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, I'm good. Moving on. (laughs) I understand. But, I mean, back to that offense. They do just have so many different weapons so that, you know, depending on who they're playing against – Obviously, they've got the Rams next week, which is a good defense. But at the same time, the last time that Kyler Murray saw the Rams, he was still having a successful day. So I'm not super worried about them. He was so composed, too. Mm -hmm. He didn't skip a beat. It was beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. That should, as as a dynasty quarterback, that should just make you so excited. Oh, absolutely. If you're someone with dynasty and you have him, like... You're just good for you is all I'm going to say. Good for you. Pat yourself on the back for going ahead and drafting him in dynasty. Like you're, you're winning at life. Good job there. Let's talk about the other top quarterback has to be Tom Brady. I haven't caught any of his series yet. I'm think I'm just going to keep letting episodes build up so I can binge Binge it all the weekend. That's what my plan is too. I have one friend I'm watching it with and we're waiting and binging. And I was nervous that it was going to be like all over social media, but it really Mm -hmm. hasn't been too much. No, there's like a couple snippets of teasers that I'm like, oh, they're going to cover that. Interesting. So the intrigue is building, but nothing feels spoiled. Yeah, it's avoidable right now. Yeah. But then, you know, as soon as I get more episodes and I binge it all in a weekend, it's just going to be like, I'll probably end up buying the TB12 book and doing the diet. Who knows? (laughs) 
Same. January 1, TB12 diet. Let's go. He's, he'd probably get the COVID booster and just be like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm it. dying. <laughs> yeah. You know, everyone's built different. And, you know, money helps with that, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dang, I have to go to work tomorrow. I have to feed myself this week. Gatorade. Gatorade. Get yourself hydrated. You'll be all right. Gatorade. Power through. Power through. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> you did it. Gatorade. Water sucks. Anyways, we're not going to be quoting the water boy right now. We can move back onto football. Let's talk about top running backs. Javante Williams was at the top this week with 23 attempts, mm-hmm. 102 rushing yards, six catches on nine targets, 76 yards, and a passing touchdown. You love all those numbers. You just love it. I had one of my friends who was trying to sit him this week, and I was like, do not. Don't do it. I didn't think it was going to be that great of a week for him, but I was like, why? What? No. We knew that Melvin Gordon was iffy. He wasn't practicing fully, so we knew there was a chance of him being out, and considering how much they were already splitting carries, splitting the work, if he was going to be out, even only play a quarter, you knew that all of the workload was going to shift to him anyways. Right. So Um, why wouldn't you start him? Why would you not? Yeah. Crazy. I should have gotten those points, though. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely should have gotten those points. Uh, David Montgomery also in the top. The only thing that's weird about this week is that Jonathan Taylor didn't finish number one. Finished number three. I know. How dare he? How dare he? Top five. Are you kidding me? You're number (laughs) one. Why are you not number one? No, I'm sure that there's some fantasy managers that are just like, oh, I just needed him to get two more touchdowns. It's like, "Mm -hmm. you should be grateful for every touchdown he gives you. Just because he's trucking, doing things. He's doing phenomenal things. Yeah. I hope he stays healthy. Do you think he's going to be RB1 next year? How early do you think he's going to go? I mean, considering the amount of injuries that we've had and the amount of drop-off of other players, like Zeke is someone that's dropped off, too, that's just been brutal. He's gone. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's just not happening. I think that with that shift also with Dalvin Cook getting hurt, I mean, I know that he's not out the rest of the season. He's going to come back. But anytime you start to stack up these little injury tags on a player, Mm -hmm. it really does drop them in rankings. So I would be really surprised. I'd be really surprised if Jonathan Taylor isn't top of a lot of people's lists next year. I can totally understand the arguments otherwise if he's two or three, but Mm -hmm. he is in that top. He's in the top consideration. He has to be one or two for most rankings going into next season. I agree. I'll be surprised if he falls to second. Dynasty, number one, hands down. Mm-hmm. So like redraft, I could get the argument, but for dynasty purposes, he has to be number one. That offense is just built so well for him. It's perfect. It's perfect. And he's pretty well protected too. So yeah. I when like you watch it. that line, does it remind you of the Spartans in 300 where the line <gasps> is just so solid, no one's getting passed? <laughs> a little bit now that you say that yeah and then when you see a quarterback that holds onto the ball that long and there's no holding calls yeah no i like the reference she did good on that we gotta give her props love it (laughs) thank you uh yeah no every time you talk about the line being so smooth i think of those scenes every single time and i'm like just just hold it back maybe maybe it's not the time maybe it's not the time but i've never watched that movie all the way through Really? I I've seen it, it in like stages, um, oh. but never just straight through. No. Oh, I've watched it a lot straight through. I think it's probably 
like for action movies of just like an easy watch it's probably in the top for me like top 10 easy of just like throw on 300 and it's just it's a good time there there for the whole family i mean maybe i'm thinking of it differently than most people but i also think that die hard is a christmas movie and i will die on that weirdo all right Um, a lot of of people think that <laughs> yes. What are you guys talking about? We're supposed to be talking about football, but we're not doing. We start talking about three hundred. <laughs> we're gonna it's get back. Like, to- I get too amped up. Yeah, we just like our movies. That's okay. We'll talk more movies in the off season, and that'll be our fun. We need to have like hustle. a movie draft. Yes, a sports we do. movie draft or something. Yeah. So down. All right, let's talk top wide receivers. Justin Jefferson after Adam Thielen went out, obviously went off, and that was delightful mm-hmm. to see for fantasy owners. Unless you're playing against him. Then that really sucked. Um, but Deontay Johnson also had a fantastic weekend and T. Higgins as well. Um, I was excited about T. Higgins. I was too. I did start him and I was I was pretty stoked to see those numbers come up, especially with Jamar Chase just taking such the lion's share of all the good targets, all the good touchdowns. And so just to see mm-hmm. that offense can be balanced amongst those receivers, it definitely helped. The one thing to watch is if Mixon comes out and doesn't get as many looks. So the thing with that is Mixon draws a lot of attention whenever he's in the game, which opens up, it forces a lot of one-on-ones on on the side. So you either have Chase or you have Higgins. And Higgins, the benefit there is he can use his body. He's just, he's a big dude, but he's quick. Um, So a lot of times it's a mismatch on him. So as long as Mixon is in the game, T. Higgins is going to get a lot of those looks coming forward just because he can throw it up and know that Higgins is going to grab the ball and pull it down. Absolutely. And that's just kind of fun to see, too, how that offense works. And Oh, I love Tua right now. I'm so happy driving right now. He's doing uh, a good job. He's doing I'm a good job. Waddle yeah. is phenomenal. I, sh- I should have led with that. Waddle's making Tua look good. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were talking about the Bengals, but then I looked up and I was like, I get it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I went off on my tangent. No, that's okay. That's okay. We go off on tangents. Uh, but yes, we can go back to the Bengals. Sorry. <laughs> Poor fine. Joe Burrow and his little pinky. I know. That hand looked bad. All those close-ups. Like being but it's also a, a pinky. Like, throw some ice on it. He's going to tape that thing together. He just needs the other ones. He can throw, like, you know, the Star Trek way of just... You can do a perfect spiral like that, can't I you? I mean, he was throwing a couple of decent balls, yeah. yeah. I bet they injected him with something, though. Because when oh, it sure. first happened, when he took a snap, he made a face every time. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. I did fine. tweet out, I hope he wasn't a pinky ring guy. Doc like that. <laughs> I saw that. That was a good one. I could imagine him maybe being that kind of guy. But, yeah. you know. I mean, with with Mixon being questionable, I mean, are you I don't like neck injuries in particular. That really has mm-hmm. me hesitant for next week as well. Um, so do you see against San Francisco, this could possibly hinder some of the pass catchers? Or is this going to be something where, given that defense, they're going to have to just keep airing out the ball and everyone's going to be getting these looks? I do think that they're going to have to keep airing out the ball. I think that they'll ru- I think Mixon will be in on a few. Mm-hmm. I do think that he's going to end up playing. I think he's going to be in on a few, but it's going to be more as a decoy. Somebody yeah. else that they have to watch to open up. Um, but yeah, I do think that we're going to see a big game from both Chase and Higgins. Definitely. I see Justin chiming in here saying Mitchell is hurt, so Jeff Wilson is an ad. Yep, definitely agree yeah. with that. But we can talk a little bit more about um, the Niners because I want to talk about the top tight ends of the week. And George Kittle's right there at the top of that list. 
Kettle, kettle. I know. Just absolutely going off. He had two two receiving touchdowns, which you love. Almost 200 passing yards, uh, receiving yards, sorry. He had 181, and he had nine catches on 12 targets. So when you were wondering who is going to fill the Debo Samuel void, I mean, we all forgot about George Kittle also doing Kittle things, maybe? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. I mean, they had been using him more as a blocking tight end, but he can catch the ball and he can catch the ball well and he can do things after. So, yeah, I think it's because everyone kind of forgot. <laughs> like well, the because forgot. We were joking, like you have the wide receiver running back, whatever position this dude wants to play. It's just yeah, like in Debo. So, I mean, you next have week a coach against- who thrives on that. Like, absolutely. Next week against the Bengals, you feel like more of the same. Going to be more Kittle magic? I do think so. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see him more as like that that third down or even just like red zone target, I think is what we're going to see a lot more of. I don't think we're going to see him early looks or trying to move the ball down the field. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that pairs up nicely against the Bengals defense and their weapons there. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Other top tight ends, Dallas Goddard right there behind him, mm-hmm. obviously having a fantastic game with, uh, I don't know if he started going off more once Miles Sanders was out or not, but it seemed just like a Goddard day. Yeah. Do you think that's going to continue into next week? It's kind of a blip when you're looking at the stats across the board. I know. I mean, He's got they've got a bye next week and he was six for six this week with 105 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, I feel like as soon as you try and count on one of the Eagles to be consistent week in and week out, you're let down. So I just I mean, against Washington, I like the matchup and then they got the Giants the following week. This is probably one of the best like overall schedules going forward for a tight end. Washington Giants, Washington, then Dallas. I do like that a lot for them. I obviously don't know if everyone has their fantasy playoffs going into week 18. Everyone's situation is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sure matches up nicely where you'd, you'd want to start him for sure. I mean, he's going to be a threat there in the passing game. And it was nice to see Gardner Minshew get a few, you know, have himself a good day getting back out there. Yeah, I've been I I asked you because I've been having this internal battle with Hertz coming back next week, assuming that mm-hmm. he does. I think he will. Um, yeah. Will we see as much of that or will it be more of just he's going to try to run or get the ball down the field? I go back and forth. I don't know how this is going to change with Hertz being back in the picture. No, I definitely get that. I mean, you look at the other pass catchers, though, and none of them really jump off the board, at least this this especially in that position. Yeah, I feel like he's just. He's such a red zone target. He's such a threat there. He He's going to have to get the looks, especially with it's Sanders true. being questionable. And, you know, Boston Scott's just like dressed, but then he's not there. It's just I don't know that there's other players that you can rely on week in and week out outside of Goddard. And then having that confidence in each other to throw. I mean, Devonta Smith was just completely pointless this week because yeah when she wasn't looking for him but maybe when Hertz gets back it gets a little bit more even but I agree with you like you said he's going to be rushing it mostly himself hopefully they come back because they have a bye next week I think mm-hmm. right and they face yeah. Washington so hopefully they don't have the the hangover game but we'll see we'll I see. feel like I have another so week to the battle on it I know we're so close to the end it's too close for comfort for them to start you know having 
any more issues or any more bi-week hangovers going forward. It is the Eagles, though. <laughs> it is the Eagles. I know. I know. I follow a lot of Eagles fans, and they're always, like, messaging me, and they're like, you know? I'm like, oh, that was great. And you're like, yeah, but we can't count on it. And, like, it's just, like, all so sad. I'm like, you guys just I can't want to smile. Too. Yeah. <laughs> can't smile for one thing. They've it's been be burned great. too many times. Yep. Justin agrees. Eagles have a great week 15 through 17 schedule. Maybe Hurts looks for Smith. I mean, he could in that yeah. situation. I mean, it's a great stretch of games he has ahead of him. So I would be willing to start, you know, definitely going to be starting Hurts if I have him in two quarterback formats. Oh, yeah. If I have if it's a deep league and I got Devontae Smith, I'm starting him. And I have got her in multiple leagues and I've started him almost every week that he's been healthy and available um well, as yeah. the tight end positions slim this year anyways and as a tight like looking at a tight end you can only expect so much absolutely to be honest no i mean you're kind of capped at your expectations anyways you're just hoping for the big play if you don't have one of the top guys um but let's talk about one of the other top guys and that would be obviously you know forever amazing rob gronkowski having a fantastic week and every time i watch him score i just think about how happy you probably are <laughs> i was watching that game at a, a sports bar this week and i was like mm, sam's having a good day my <laughs> favorite started <laughs> yeah, i did my yeah. favorite was i think it was the first touchdown he got they came up and they were trying to celebrate with him and he ended up like waving them off you know how they all like hit each other in that he like helmet yeah. he was like and it was like dang he's getting old he's like i can't I tell you no he's like i so hard anymore guys. <laughs> gotta catch my breath <laughs> i'm wheezing like give me a moment but he had another one of his two touchdown games he you did love that we got the gronk spike That's um gronk spike. and he's like brady's little security blanket absolutely he's healthy brady's gonna go to his guy they're mm -hmm. besties i and absolutely love every commercial with both of them they're fantastic I really feel like they have some sort of telepathic connection. Yeah, they do. There's some times where I'm just like, there's there's no way that was play called. But Gronk ends up there and he's open. And Brady knows exactly where he's going to be. Well, because he knows, like, he's been with him for so long. He knows what Tom's looking for in certain schemes. Okay, that's not working. I need to get my ass over here. We need to get over here. And then he's just going to get open and make the play. You love it. It's true. Um, do you think that the Bucks, the way that they're playing, the way Brady's going, they're going straight back to the Super Bowl? They looked not great last week. Not great. They're I mean, it was okay, moments, but but that that defensive pick six, I called it a thick six. <laughs> I I kind of loved it. Um, I do I think that, that they have a good shot. They have yeah. a good shot. I mean, the division's not the toughest this year. We've seen no. worse. And it's just, we've all been through it. We all know you can't count Brady out until it's game over. You no. just can't. You can't even count him out in the fourth quarter or mm -hmm. even with two minutes left on the clock. You cannot count him out because as soon as you do, he's going to come back and bite you. Justin wants to know our Super Bowl predictions. Oh, don't do that to me. I hate I know. these. I don't want to do it. Don't make what me do yours, it. What's yours, Justin? Give us yours. Yeah, I need you to tell know. us and then you we'll figure us. it out. And then we'll hold you accountable. I mean, just looking at the way that the rankings are going out, going into week 14, I mean, I'm just scrolling down the board. I definitely think in our division, Ravens are in the playoffs. It's going to happen to me. Like, like what do they, you think in division alone? I'm thinking Ravens are going to end up in the playoffs easily because, like we talked about off air, as soon as you discount them, they're just going to come right back to the top. Mm -hmm. So you know. They're the cockroaches that don't die. 
I just keep coming back. You said it. I didn't. <laughs> so you can say I'm it. I'm a fan. I can say it. You're a fan. You can say it. That's allowed. Uh, Packers are definitely up in there. I think Bucks are up in there. Bills, I mean, they lost today. That doesn't help them. That doesn't help their situation. Patriots no one, are making it tough. They're still making just not very smart decisions. No, not the smartest decisions. They, well, they just haven't gotten it together, I guess I should say. Yeah. And then in terms of like the Rams and how they've literally pushed the chips all in on this season. I don't know. Like they had to get the win this weekend against Jacksonville. They had to, like there was no, no no. And then people are saying, Oh, it was a great win. No, it's not a great win. They had to have that win. Like there is, there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. I feel like Stafford doesn't look amazing. He's definitely hurt and something more serious than whatever they're allowing or putting into the injury report for sure. I agree. And it's worrisome because this is a very long season. This is 18 weeks. This is going to be really brutal. If you don't get that by, that's even tougher. I I think there's a lot going on. I think that they brought in too many superstars into that. Yeah. That team and there's no camaraderie. It's just a lot of show. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I, They haven't. They haven't progressed since they brought all these people in. You look back, it's just been a few weeks. There's been no progression made. No, you'd expect a spike with that type of, with those type of moves. Some sort of thing, I agree, that would liven up the locker room, get some additional energy going that would feel like this is a team that's making this playoff push, not just shoving money all on black and then just waiting, which is kind of what it feels like it's doing. And I think we're really going to see a nice little exposure this upcoming Monday when they play the Cardinals. Definitely. I think that's going to be a very interesting matchup. I am going to take the Cardinals in that one. Personally, I think the Cardinals are going to go all the way. And maybe this is just because of the, you know, James Conner hype train that we're both on, but I feel like they're going to go all the way. I tried to doubt them. I (laughs) I did. At at one point um, they had a couple, their center went out and I was like, Oh no, like offensive lines, like, they don't do well without a center. I mean, they have depth where you wouldn't even expect them, but everybody does their job, so they make things look easy. Yep. They just they have a nice little system going on there. So they do. I even do think Arizona's. Mm-hmm. And you have a quarterback who's playing at an MVP level. I yeah. mean, I put a lot of faith in the Cardinals. I do as well. I mean, Keeping looking my back eye at- on them. Definitely keeping my eye on them as well. I mean, looking back at their matchups, I mean, and just comparing their losses as well. I mean, their loss against the Packers was a tight one. The one against the path, the Panthers was weird. That was like, feels like the blip on the radar real truly. Mm-hmm. And then everything else has been, you know, kind of handsomely won. They've got the Rams and then they got the lions. So you're not scared of that. The Colts, I think is also probably going to be one of the toughest matchups as well. It will. I think it that will. one's going to really, you know, that's going to test and see what kind of playoff caliber team they're actually going to be. That's going to feel like the most playoff like game, in my opinion, going down the stretch. It's um, going to be a heavy scoring game too. It will. If that one's in Arizona, I should try and get to that game because I bet that would be a really good game. You to go should. That would be an awesome game to go see. 100%. Um, but yeah, let's end it with any new things that you've got coming out in the week. Um, you know what? You guys follow me on Twitter 
at Maddie Kroll. I feel like I have a brain fog coming on. Um, and I will keep you updated. <laughs> you are Let such me a hear about yours, though. I appreciate you powering through. And as soon as we hang up on this call, you go get back to bed, drink, drink some more fluids. <laughs> I'm already in my jammies. <laughs> I'm just I'm just honored that you you didn't phone this one in and you could hang out with me. And no, I didn't beat I up on the it. Ravens, right? I was a good sport. You didn't. You were a great sport. And honestly, yeah. I missed you. We didn't get to have oh. you last week because your birthday. And what are the odds? I'm on two podcasts with Emmerich last week. <laughs> I did ours and then I was on one Friday night. And Emmerich, <laughs> Emmerich was before me. And one of the things he was like, yeah, she's probably going to talk about some offensive line the right side or something like that like, you stole my thunder <laughs> ridiculous we love our crew over at love Dr. it love it they're super fun all right well my next stock watch article is going to drop tomorrow because i have to go finish it right now so that's what i've got coming down the pipeline and then the next episode of the fantasy debate with sam and tate will be out on thursday and is that all i've got coming this week Oh, yeah. And then check on my Twitter on Wednesday. I will be going live with a couple other Ravens and Steelers fans to do a little post-game analysis. Tuck, I'm going to be watching that trash. one. I'm going to have to throw on a jersey <laughs> and then tweet at you when that comes out. Um, Please do. Okay, the fantasy debate. Yeah. I low-key love listening to that, like, when I'm driving. And yeah. I, it's, up, it's, like, up on, like, video format. I don't always watch it. But I just giggle to myself. You guys are so much fun. I like it. Derek and I are pretty hilarious. I will agree with you there. I love recording with him, too, because similarly to how you and I will get off tangent about movies, him and I are the biggest movie nerds on specific things. Like, we both love Marvel, we love Star Wars, and we're both, like, low-key, huge Braveheart fans. So, like, he will try and get a William Wallace quote into, like, anything, and it's just without fail. So, we have fun. So you guys don't miss it. I, I really do. I 10 out of 10 recommend because it's it's a good time. And honestly, I do like the videos because he makes some funny facial expressions at you sometimes. I don't know if you ever go back and rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. sometimes I giggle. But it really is a nice little like commute listen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We aim to please. We aim to please. Um, but yeah, just don't wreck your car. Only listen don't wreck if your you're car. watching. Yeah. Listen, maybe don't watch while you're driving. But you know, when you get to work, you know, sign into the Zoom meeting. You can look off screen and pretend like yes. you're paying attention to the call. Then watch the video. And if you get fired, that's not your fault either. Disclaimers <laughs> all around. Disclaimers all around. It'll all be fine. But thanks, everyone, so much for tuning in. Check us next week for the next episode of the Look Back Podcast. Thanks for listening to everything Dr. Roto. Check out everything else for all our content seasonal DFS tools over on drrota.com, especially check out the premium access to our staff that you get as a member of Dr. Roto. And we will answer all of your fantasy sports questions in the members only discord right there at drrota.com. Yeah. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrota.com. And until